Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Hello, hello, and good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe. I am your host, Twyla Reed, and I am also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. Happy Sunday, everyone. What an awesome day to just give God thanks, just give him praise for just being God all by himself. I'm excited just to know that I can give God praise for just being God all by himself. As you all know, I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him in a coma, paralyzed, and with a severe traumatic brain injury. But that mother and son is my son and I. And this book is our journey through his recovery. It's our testimony of hope and healing of how we use prayer and perseverance to just overcome the hardships that we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and prevention insights. We educate, we empower, and we enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to create the life that they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that accompany head injuries. We provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. A few of my other books include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, A Guide for Survivors of Traumatic Events. How many of you listening are survivors of a traumatic event of any kind? If you are raising your hand right now, you will be able to attest to this, that oftentimes after surviving a tragedy, that life can become chaotic, it can become hectic, and you really just may want to just crawl under a rock and feel like your life is over and that you're not going to make it. The challenges can become so overwhelming that you can actually go into a depression and just push yourself into isolation. But this is the time that you cannot give up, and it is the time that you cannot give in. It's the time to truly understand the power of your words, because it's through your words where you're going to find the strength and the will to turn that situation around. You see, through those words, you're going to find joy. Through your words, you're going to find peace, and you're going to realize that you really possess the power to turn your tragedy into triumph. I'm also the author of Amazon's number one best-selling book, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? 
So many times caregivers never stop to realize the importance of taking care of themselves while taking care of others. So I know what I'm talking about because being a caregiver for over 18 years now, I was one who always put my needs on the back burner. And it didn't matter if it was self-care or just taking a moment to say, Twyla, get it together. I really have lost myself in the caregiving process. And even today, I'm guilty sometimes of doing that. So in my book, I share techniques and strategies that every caregiver needs to walk away with the peace of mind and reassurance needed to continue on their caregiving journey. I wrote a book, guys, called My Journey. I'm sorry, My Journey Goal Setting Journal. Now, how many of you know it is, what's today, May the 26th? We are almost into June, the last month of the second quarter of 2019. That's right. And I tell you what, My Journey Goal Setting Journal is what you need to help you reach the goals that you set for 2019 that you have not accomplished yet. So how do you do that? You may be having troubles writing down your goals or or actually just breaking them down so that they become attainable. Your goals should be centered around God's vision and plans for your life. So if your day-to-day activities are not leading you towards you achieving your goals, then guess what? The things in your life that you expect to change or be different, they won't change or be different. That's why you need to learn how to properly lay your goals out and go after them. And this book will definitely show you exactly how to do that. Now, I just stated to you that we are going into June, which is the last month of the second quarter, which means the third quarter of 2019 is just around the corner. Now, some of you may, may, may have made a commitment at the beginning of the year that you just really wanted to spend more time in your word. You may have, have decided that you just want to truly set, a time, set aside some quality time to work on your personal relationship with God. So for you all who have decided to do this and you're searching for a tool to use during your Bible study time, I have just what you need. My book, The Word, The Truth, and The Light, Bible Study Notebook, will, ha- will definitely help you um, get to that place where you really want to hear from God and be able to clearly understand when you hear his voice. I've discovered that one key difference between reading and studying is writing down what you hear in a store. So whether you have no Bible experience or if you studied the Bible for years, this handy Bible study notebook will provide an excellent intro to personal Bible study. And last, I want to um, talk to you about my newest book, Soaring by the Power of God, a 31-day devotional for spirit-filled living. Now, some of you may be thinking, Soaring by the Power of God. Wow, what an interesting title. Well, Story by the Power of God is a life-changing 31-day devotional journey that will enable you to soar as the events of your life are transformed into empowering moments. So through daily readings and guided prayers, the intention is for you to do these three things, increase your self-control, discover happiness and hope, and refocus your life 
on what really matters. You're going to learn how to revamp your entire being from the inside out. And you're going, to re- you're going to view and react to life with a new, healthy, and happy perspective. This powerful 31-day devotional will make you increasingly aware of God's presence in your life and allow you to enjoy his peace as you step out on faith and begin soaring by his power. It's written for both men and women worldwide who are just seeking, here we go, an intimate relationship with Christ. Don't ever stop seeking the presence of God because he's calling you to a deeper intimacy with him daily. We also have prayer journals. We have uh, 2019 planners. And all of our books can be ordered from my website, uh, com. You can also visit Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Again, uh, you can visit my website. We have some amazing sales going on for Memorial Day, guys. Uh, all of the books on our website are only $10. We have bundle packages. We have a caregiver bundle package for sale. We have a vision runner uh, bundle package that's going to help you with that goal setting. And we have our Bible study series bundle, which will include the prayer journal, the Bible study notebook, and the 31-day devotional. Again, please visit my website, www.twilogree.com. Happy Sunday again. Welcome to the show. It's been an amazing day today. You guys know tomorrow is Memorial Day. And um, with that being said, I want to just take a quick few moments to remind everyone while you are spending time with your families and you're grilling and you're going on picnics, I want you to take a moment to really, truly understand why we observe Memorial Day. Memorial Day is not a day to celebrate veterans. It's not a day to celebrate active duty soldiers. It is a day that has been set aside to honor and remember our fallen soldiers, those who have made the sacrifice. They've given their life for this country, fighting for our freedom, fighting for our rights, to be able to say we are United States citizens. So uh, where we're eating barbecue ribs and burgers and hot dogs, please, sir, please, ma'am, do not forget that there were many people who lost their lives on the battlefield, on the front lines, fighting for your freedom, fighting for your right to do those very things that you do every single day that we take for granted. So, um, at this time, I just want to remember those. I am a 20-year Army a veteran. My father um, is a veteran, and I have an uncle also. I have two uncles, as a matter of fact, that are veterans. I have cousins that are veterans. So I want to just take a moment to just remember those soldiers uh, who are no longer with us that have lost their lives on the battlefield, fighting for our freedom, fighting for this country. And I want to give a special shout-out um, to uh, Christopher Burks, who lost his life uh, on active duty. Uh, we we will never forget you, Chris. We love you, and we know that you're in heaven and that you're looking down upon us. And uh, to Ma Shirley, I just want to uh, let her know that we love her and that we are praying with her, that she honored her son on, on tomorrow. Um, so with that being said, 
uh, want to just uh, remind you guys that here in the Conference Cafe, we highlight authors and entrepreneurs as well as survivors of traumatic events who've just made it out victorious and want to share their testimony of hoping healing with the world to offer encouragement and inspiration to others as they travel their own personal journey. For today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Cafe. So if you or someone you know has experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Let's create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you too can become the strategist of your own destiny. Let's give a quick shout-out to our sponsors on this evening. Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injuries to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. So if you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or please call 912-335-3799. Sister Scents, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact Nashari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Nashari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made personalized gift baskets and candles. Our next sponsor, the Birmingham Slayers. If you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area, and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. Z at 479-899-2618. Again, that's Ms. Z at 479-899-2618 for more details. And if you have a business or an event that you would like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at It is time for our scripture reading for this evening. Our scripture this evening will be coming from the book of Isaiah, the 43rd chapter, verse number 2. Isaiah 43 and 2. And it reads, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you go through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, and the flames will not set you ablaze. I want to talk for a few moments about safety for the soul in troubled times. Safety for the soul. And trouble time. The first thing we see here is that God does not remove our troubles. I'm sorry, it just doesn't work that way. We are going to have trials and tribulations as long as you have breath in this body. The verse says, when you pass through the water, it says, when you go through the rivers, and when you walk through the fire. This shows us that God does not remove our troubles. And Isaiah 54 and 17 says, 
No weapon formed against you shall prosper. It does not say that trouble won't come. It says that the trouble is not going to prevail. They will not be victorious, and it will not triumph. So with that being said, the second thing we see is that although God doesn't remove our troubles, he assures us that his presence is there in those troubled times. He says, I will be with you. You will not be overwhelmed. You will not be scorched or set ablaze. And when you think about something being set ablaze, that is something that is burning fiercely like a raging fire. And I don't know about you, but it seems like the only way for anyone to walk through fire and not be burned or scorched or set ablaze is that our God Almighty has got to be there by your side. And thirdly, God keeps the trouble within careful limitations. He keeps it at bay, if you will. You see, God cares about those who have to suffer. He does not care about the trouble or the circumstances that causes the trouble. That thing that you're dealing with may reach your circumstances. It may even reach your body. But God says no further. Look at Job. Job was ruined. He lost everything that he had. He was diseased all over his body, but God's hands of protection was around Job himself. And because of this, nobody or nothing could ever touch him, not even the devil himself. So no matter what the trouble is, no matter what the water or the rivers may be in your life, no matter what the fire may be in your life, they can never reach you. They can never injure you or destroy the life in you which God has quickened because he is with you. He is our refuge. He is our strength. He is our very present help in the time of trouble. And the last time I checked, the word present means a particular place. It means in attendance. It means at hand. It means that God is nearby, that he's available, that he's ready, that he's accounted for. Oh, my God. So because of this, we don't have to be afraid. So the earth be removed and the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. So the waters roar with trouble. God is in the midst. He utters his voice and the earth melts. He says, be still and know that I am God and that he is the safety for our soul in troubled times. Amen, amen, amen. We have an amazing show for you all this evening. We have a very special treat for you. Our guest is a published author, a true survivor, one that's filled with wisdom to empower, educate, and enlighten you. So I want you guys to take a breather, take in all the information that you've gotten thus far. Go ahead and grab your cup of coffee grab your cup of tea, and just kick back and relax as we prepare to be blessed by this truly anointed vessel. But first, we're going to take a quick break, so don't you go far, because we will be right back. Hello, this is Cherie Barnes of CherieBarnesAuthor.com, and you are listening to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show. Jesus Christ has set you free. I need all the young people to come on. Let's do this praise together. Come on. 
Amen. Amen. I am free that Jonathan Nelson living abundantly. God has set me free. I'm walking in his liberty. All bondage and all yoke have been released. Amen. Welcome back to the Carpet Cafe. I'm your host, Twyla Reed. Again, we have an amazing show lined up for you on this evening. Carol is the founder and CEO of Married for Life Coach, LLC, and a certified Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts facilitator with Dr. Les and Leslie Paris. She established Married for Life Coach to help couples stay happily married for life. Her passion for people inspired her to become president and CEO of Lighthouse International Ministries in 2003 in order to raise up cutting-edge leaders in every nation. In her quest to groom leaders for greatness, she became a certified teacher, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team in 2014 and an active member of the Christian Coaches Network International. She holds an associate degree from the City University of New York and a bachelor's, master's, and specialist degree from Oral Roberts University. She was married to her husband on October 16, 1999 in Oklahoma, and they are the parents of five beautiful children. Her faith was put to the test when they became separated in 2005. Believing God hates divorce, she began standing for the healing and restoration of her marriage and has done so ever since. She's determined to follow her dream and vision to be an influencer and driving the overall divorce rate down and eventually ending it for couples all over the world. And this, my dear friends, is a vision that led to the birth of Married for Life Coach, Married to Life Conference Community, and the writing of her book. So without further ado, please help me welcome the awesome, amazing, anointed Miss Carol Genoa right now. Thank you so much. Hello, hello, how are you this evening? I'm fine, thank you, Miss Twyla. How are you? I am awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on this evening. We are so honored to have you here with us. How are you today? I am just blessed, um, amazingly blessed and grateful, and I thank God for you as well. I thank you for taking this stand in standing for those who have traumatic brain injuries or those who are going through, because we have all been going through many different things in our lives. And I just want to thank you for your ministry of healing and hope to many. Oh, thank you so very much. Um, I tell you, I'm honored to be connected with you. And I know that I've uh, read your bio, but I I like to give our guests uh, just an opportunity to say hello to the listeners in their own way. Can you just take a few moments to just say hello and introduce yourself in your own words? Sure. I want to thank everybody for coming on this line tonight. I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule just to come and hear what I have to share tonight. My heart and my vision is for couples 
to live happily ever after with their spouse. So if you're a grandma, you're a mom, or you are a single person, or you've already been married, and you look forward to a life together with your spouse, and you don't want to have to experience divorce, this is why I am here. This is the mission that God has given me. And I want you to be encouraged tonight that even if you are divorced, God wants to bring healing into your life and he wants to bring healing into your relationship. And there is hope. There is hope. There is, it is not the end of the world. You can receive the happy life that you deserve. Thank Amen. you so much for joining me. And God bless yes. you all. Amen. That is awesome introduction. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into the interview. So, Miss Carol, let's go back to when you first started writing, okay? I want you to share with our listeners what inspired you to do so. I first started writing my book after I left. Um, I was at a teaching job in Goldsboro, North Carolina, and I was teaching a high school um, Goldsboro High School, and um, there that was in May. That was in May of 2016, and they had a new administration that was getting ready to come on board for the fall, and they were planning on giving me a freshman student for that next fall. I knew this was not my strength zone, so I knew that I wanted to be a coach to help others succeed, so that's when I started. I knew that this was going to be the time that I have to close the chapter of teaching because I knew that it was not my strength zone. So I began writing the book immediately after I heard that I was going to be teaching the freshmen. What inspired oh, wow. me to write this book is the pain that I have experienced when my mom got divorced from my sister's dad, I got the feeling of how terrible she was feeling and how much she, pain she was going through. And I really don't desire this for anybody else to go through the pain that I have gone through living with my mom after she went through that divorce. As a Christian person, I always talk to God and ask him questions. And I asked God, why? Why does anybody have to go through a divorce? Why, God? And God said to me that they don't. They really don't have to. And that it can be prevented. You see, I was raised in my grandparents' home. My mom mm -hmm. had me through my own father, but she didn't marry him because he was promiscuous. That means that he just had so many different girlfriends, and she was probably girlfriend number 25 or whatever. I don't know. Oh, wow. And so, he, so he, he, he wanted to marry her, but she said no because she didn't want to be just one out of many. So my mom grew up in a strict Christian home. So when she had me, her parents, which is my grandparents, were mad. They were very mad at her. And my grandpa even told her to leave the house. She went and she came back. This time when she came back, she did it the right way. Because like I said, we grew up in a very strict Christian home and they don't believe in fornication is right. So she came right. back this time and she was married to my sister's dad. 
So she did it right this time. However, she married my sister's dad, which his name is Neville, because he was very handsome. He was a handsome coolie man in my in my culture, which I'm from Jamaica. She she liked coolie men because they gave birth to very very pretty children. They oh. they have Indian in them. So he was a coolie man. So she got a coolie child, which is my sister. And he, they lived with my grandparents, with my mom, and he hated it. But I didn't know that for a long time. They were together for a while until he got tired of just being there with my mom and her family. And I guess he became very, very slack in his responsibility as a father. My mom detested it, and she never knew what it meant. She did, She didn't know what it means to talk things through with her husband or talk mm-hmm. talk about her concerns with him. She didn't know how to do that. So when the time came that she couldn't take it anymore and she did the very, very disgraceful thing in my family, which is she went ahead and got a divorce. My mom's wow. divorce was painful. My sister felt it. I felt it. Every single day living with her was like living on eggshells because she would just she would just curse at you sometimes. She would say Jamaican bad words at me and my sister. She would even tell us many times to get out of the house because she got so mad and upset with us over very simple things, over things like not taking out the trash or not cooking when she wanted us to cook some food to get ready for her. So she she couldn't stand my stand us like that. So she would just be very, very upset and very depressed every time. So after a while she decided that she um wanted to marry somebody else. She wanted somebody in her life. So she married my stepfather. My stepfather is from Jamaica, and while she, when she left the house, when my grandpa told her to leave, she came to America, and that's where she married my stepfather. And she could not come back to Jamaica to get us to the United States until she got her green card straightened out. So mm-hmm. she, she told my stepfather, please, could you help me get my children up into the United States? Because my green, card has ex- uh, my green card has expired and I don't have one. So he did that. He, took, he married her and said he would do that for her, and he did it. So he did. My stepdad did what she wanted him to do. She fought, he filed for us, and he filed for her, and then he... And then she was able to file for us when she got her green card so we could get our green card when we came to the United States. And she was very happy. She was happy because that's what she wanted. She hadn't seen us since we were babies. So she married Johnny because he granted her her wishes, which is to bring us to the United States. But it was horrible living with her and him because she, she would still curse. I could tell that she was still hurt by the divorce, and she still wasn't happy, even though me and my sister were still there in the house. There was something going on that she was not happy about, but I didn't understand it. I couldn't understand it because he 
he was not my, my sister's dad was not my dad, obviously. And so I could see the pain in her face every day. I could see the pain that she was going through, and she became a workaholic. What made it worse was that after living with her for about four years, when we came to the U.S., Johnny got up one day and decided to leave her, and he left her for 10 years. After that, 10 years, he just got up, left the house, and broke a lot of stuff, dining wear, silverware in the house, and said, that's it. He didn't even tell her goodbye. He just left. And she came back, saw the mess in the house, saw everything just haywire in the house, and she started crying. And since then, she became a complete workaholic. She would just work 24-7 because she was very, very stressed out and depressed. My sister and I had not been able to speak with her or have any or have any real tight bond with her. And we fought really so, hard for it. And so that is, is why. Say, so I got a question for you. So is it safe to say then that um, the, the divorce not only affects the, the, the adults, that it definitely affects the children uh, and others that may be tied to the family as well, correct? That is correct. So... After he left her for ten about ten years, we were living in the home by ourselves, and she would just come back and forth from her job. She was a home health aide, and she would go into these elderly, the elderly or senior citizens' home, and she would take care of them. And she would just come home, brush her teeth, probably go to bed, get up, and go straight back to work. And that's how it was continually for a while. I couldn't see her to talk with her, sit down and have dinner with her. My sister and I um, were now getting ready to go into college. I went to college and started to stay on the dorm. My sister decided to do what she had been telling us to do, which is get out of the house. So she went and lived with her boyfriend. And after some time, she about three or four years after that, my mom had this, her last patient who moved to Florida because she had to go to the ICU and she wanted to be close to her family. She was in the ICU with this lady, and she died. And after she died, oh, wow. the nurses there told my mom that you need to go home and rest because you are too tired. You are going to fall down and have a heart attack if you don't go home. But my mom loved her job. And so with her husband gone and now no job at all, she's not a young person. She was in her her late 60s then, and she's now 76 now. My mom came home to to New, New York, and she moved to Florida. She moved to Florida to try to get another job, but she couldn't get another job. And... I don't know what was going on between her conversation, if she was still trying to conversate with my stepfather or not, but I do know that after some time when she was living by herself, she probably couldn't take it anymore because my sister had to come down there and help her sometimes, and I did myself sometimes too. But she couldn't stand being alone. So she, I guess she talked to my stepfather, and he, I believe he gave her some ultimatums because... After she 
talked to him, she got to move into his house. He had an apartment. She moved in with him. And from that day, from that day that my mom moved in with her, with my stepfather, I have not been to her house ever since. I've never been able to sit down and watch TV with her again. I've never been able to sit at the table and eat dinner with her. And to this day, he has stopped me from talking to my own mom. He has completely stopped me. me He has cut off my communication with her. So let me ask you a question. So I can can see that this is the passion, uh, you know, and the driving force behind your writing. So while we're talking about, you know, things from the past and, you know, the things that really have given you a fire to write about this and and it has given you a fire to be so compelling to help others not um, have to deal with the hurt and the pain. Let's let's talk about your younger writing self. Now, if you could tell your younger writing self anything at all, what would it be? Something that you know now as a writer that you did not know back then, what would that one thing be? What I would tell my younger writing self is I need to get um, the help of a writing coach because um, while I was writing my book, um, it would be nice, it would have been nice if I had somebody by my side to be able to tell me, Carol, um, this is what the writing process is going to be looking like and this is where it's going to end up, and you need to be very, very um, trusting of yourself and have confidence in yourself that even though it's going to take, it might take years or it might take months, it doesn't matter. But um, there would be like a little um, help to me, assistance to me, um, as far as giving me the encouragement that I need going through the process because I was nervous. I was very, very impatient with myself, and yeah. I believe that if I hired a writing coach, somebody that will give me some tidbits about the writing process and what it's all going to entail, like, like um, you know, how it was going to turn out and what all the book publishing and where to look right. for, yeah. where to find it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would tell well, my younger writing self to get a writing coach to work alongside me. Yeah, those are good points. And, you know, a lot of times young writers starting out, um, you know, don't often know a lot about the business aspect of writing. You know, all they know is that that God has called them to write or they have a passion and a calling to write something. There's a message that they want to get out there. And so they just want to, you know, write. They're eager to write. So I think that is really great advice. So, uh, listeners, if you are, are a young writer and you're just starting out, I encourage you to take Carol's advice. Um, if you have questions and you're just unsure of which direction you need to carry out the vision that God is giving you behind the testimony in your writing, to get a, a book coach, a writing coach, you know, just so you can ensure that you're on the right path. Now, Carol, um, your book, the title of your book. Can you give us a little bit of background behind the title of your book? What was the inspiration behind the title? 
Okay. Divorce Proof um, Your First Marriage. That's the title of your book, Divorce Proof Your First Marriage. Yes, ma'am. Um, the title of my book, um, to be honest with you, when I was first thinking of writing it, when when I was inspired by the Lord to write it, I wanted it to say Divorce Proof Your Home because I wanted um, couples to be um, educated on how to divorce-proof their home. But as I was praying and interceding with the Lord about it, God told me to change it to divorce-proof your first marriage. And the reason why God God is, told me to do that is because he wants um, every couple who gets married for the first time he wants their marriage to be divorce proof. And that's according to Matthew nineteen six and Mark ten verse verse six nine, which says, When two people come together, they become one flesh. For this cause shall a man leave his mother and father and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. So the title of my book is to help every couple who is in their first marriage avoid a divorce because God never intended you to get a divorce. That's it. You know, that, that's great. Uh, what you're talking about uh, first marriages and divorce, I did a little research, and what I found was very interesting, Carol. I read that mm-hmm. 41% of first marriages in a divorce. Forty-one percent of first-time marriages, first marriages, end in divorce, and that sixty percent of second marriages end in divorce, and seventy-three percent of third marriages end in divorce. I also read that almost fifty percent of all marriages in the United States will end in divorce or separation, and that the United States alone has the sixth highest divorce rate in the world. And I was, like, amazed at those statistics. So I think the message that you want to put out to the listeners and to your target audience, uh, those who, um, you know, really want to to divorce truth, they're married. Uh, She'll definitely get your book. She'll definitely connect with you. Um, let's talk about um, some of the things that motivate you to keep writing. Is it because of those statistics they're so high and you just want to see marriages win? You just want to see the marriage rate uh, increase and the divorce rate decrease? Yes, ma'am. The statistics that keep coming up, um, and I don't think you mentioned that, the statistics is that in the Christian families, in the church, there are more divorces than in the world. And that bothers me. That bothers God also because, you know, um, that's what makes me want to keep writing because um, I don't believe that it's the plan of God for there to be divorced, so many divorces in the world. We... I believe that I'm called to restore the family and to build stronger families where that doesn't have divorce. And so 
that's what is inspiring me and what making me want to write more because I believe that God can use my book to help bring down the divorce rate. Um, I don't know if you saw the research, but the country, India, has the lowest divorce rate, and there is 1%. And my vision is to see every country, including America, have a divorce rate of 1% or lower. And that would mean that, would mean that there is healthy families. Healthy families is what God wants. God says it in his word. In John, John 3, 1, he says, He wish above everything that we prosper and be in good health, even as our soul yes. prospers. And he was yes. not just talking about us. He was talking about our relationship, including the family. He wants every family to be healthy and prosperous. Now, and I believe uh, that's God's will. What about families or marriages where abuse is um, is prevalent? Um, how do you feel about um, divorce in those situations and in those circumstances? I am so happy you brought up that question, Ms. Tyler, and that is part <laughs> of my burden and that is part of my vision too. I don't believe that a woman, which most of the time in the abusive home, it is domestic violence, and the woman is a victim. And I don't believe that that's God's will for her to be abused by her husband. Amen. My desire is that these women will be separated from their husband until they're given the education, the coaching the counseling, the therapy that they need in order to treat their rights wise properly and with with tenderness as they should, with the respect yes. that they should. So my desire is to provide a home and a platform. I believe that God is going to open up doors for me to receive the funding where I'll be able Amen. to have a community of women who I can support those who have been abused by their husbands, who have been victims of domestic violence. I want to be able to provide a home for them so that they can grow, so that they can be free from the abuse, and that they will be able to work on them, on their family, be able to still support their family and not have the abusive husband in the home until he has gotten all the help that he needs in order to get it right. That means to learn what it means to respect the woman as the weaker vessel that God has made her to be and also as the good thing that God has made her to be to him. And until yeah. that man is able to learn and be educated and have the therapy and help that he needs, he should not be with that, around that woman anymore until okay, that happens. Man. And prayers. Prayers, financial support, and education, and everything that a woman would need in order to continue working on her family, because the family is important, and I don't want to see the children suffer. And that's my plan. That's my plan going forward, and I believe that as I receive funding from the book, I will be able to fund this type of program. Amen. That's awesome. Who I, are victims of divorce. That is my plan. 
And I pray and stand with you in agreement with you and that pray that God will open doors and bring you the sponsors and the funding. Um, so to our listeners, um, I pray that God will touch someone's heart to bless, uh, bless you, Carol, in those areas and bring the funding in. We're just going to trust God and believe that because I think the ministry that you have is definitely needed. Um, those statistics are alarming, you know, to find out that the United States alone uh, ranks number six in the area of divorce, and, you know, and and so I'm, I'm blessed and fortunate that my parents are still together. Matter of fact, they just uh, celebrated 54 years of marriage, and so I thank God for that. And although uh, my sister and I both have gone through divorces, um, I, I'm happy to be able to say that my parents are examples of what right looks like. Um, let's mm. talk about some of the authors that inspire you. Um, who are some authors that you um, like to, you know, to, to read uh, that maybe give you some empowerment and some inspiration on your journey? Um, thank you for asking that. Um, my number one um, favorite author, my first favorite author is Dr. Webb, and he's the one that inspired me to write this book. Um, when I read Dr. Webb's book, it's called Divorce and Remarriage of Trojan Horse in the Church. When I read that book, I, I was struggling with my understanding about divorce and why why it was happening to my mom and why it made her so bitter and so so angry all the time. And I was like, there's got to be some answers. When I looked at Dr. Webb's book, it taught me. He went back to the early church fathers and he went back to the history of how the church started and what were their views on marriage and divorce and how the early church fathers wanted the family to be together forever. And mm. it was this postmodernist um, early church father called Erasmus that went to the church and said, started writing about that there is, room for divorce because everybody needs to have a free reign. And wow. he he started talking about that. But all the other all the other early church fathers were in support of the strength of the home and one man, one woman for life. And yes. Dr. Webb gave me the scriptures. He had scriptures to support that God's, God's desire is that no family is become dysfunctional, no family Amen. is broken up, no family yes. is torn apart by a divorce. And so that really encouraged me. That encouraged me and that made me desire to get to know him. And I got to listen to his his conference, I went to one of his conference, and after going to that conference, I learned that God's original desire was that all families stay together and 
no one has to experience the pain of a divorce. And so that's why, that's why he's one of my favorite authors. My second favorite author is, of course, Dr. I call him Dr., but it's Papa John Maxwell. Papa John Maxwell is, my, is a mentor. He's a leader, and he's the one that inspired me to become a lead, the leader that I am today. And he is the one that helped put me on the path to becoming a coach. As I, I understood that the difference between a counselor and a coach is that the counselor deals with the past, but the coach deals with your future. I want the future yeah. of the family to be bright. And so I want to be I want to be God to raise me up as a coach, a leadership coach in the area of marriage that will help lead the family into the future where they will be living happily together with their spouses. And so that's Amen. why I love Papa John Maxwell. Amen. I love that you say that uh, God's desire is for all families to stay together, you know, and not experience dysfunction and hurt. I don't. I I do believe that it is God's desire for families, husband and wives, to love one another. For husbands, you know, to love their wives like Christ loved the church, and for them to be submissive uh, to one another. And uh, and although you know, because there's so many things that go on in the world um, that that spearheaded, that rooted, you know, the, the common denominator is sin. And so it just wreaks havoc throughout families. And I believe that if families would just come together in prayer and just believe God for healing of their marriage and, and you know, to help them to be able to communicate Pray for your spouse. Pray for your husband. Pray for your wife. Uh, there's power in prayer. There's power in your words. But you have to believe those things. And um, and so I want to um, to ask you. Um, I know you you love writing and and you love uh, being uh, you know helping out your community and and really just you know have the desire to help families. But what are some of the things that you do in your spare time that does not include writing? Some hobbies that you may have. Um, in my spare time, I like to. I love to read personal, personal leadership development books, and of course, my number one favorite for that is Papa John C. Maxwell because his books are all about building up yourself as a leader and growing yourself as a leader. And since um, one of my top strengths um, that I learned through a coach that I used to have is a developer. My desire is to develop people to live and maximize their potential. And for me, that would be for marriages. So I love reading professional and personal leadership development. I also like to just swim. I like to do badminton. And I love crocheting. Not knitting, but crocheting because my (laughs) auntie... My auntie taught me how to crochet, so I love that as well. So those awesome. are my other favorite sports that I love because swimming helps you with your build, um, your muscles and your immune system, and it also helps with your bodily um, exercise and activities. So I love that, yes. as well as badminton. Badminton is a great sport that I learned in um, college, and my husband and I love to play with play badminton together a lot too, so... 
Those Amen. are some of my favorite sports that I like, besides reading. Okay. Now, there may be some that are listening who are inspiring to write. They just may not know where to start. You know, they may not know who to connect with, and so those are those concerns may have frightened them away, to you know, because they think it, 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 it's not achievable. What are some words of inspiration and motivation uh, that you would like to share with those who may be listening who are inspiring to become writers? Wow, that's awesome. I can tell them, I this is what I would tell those of you out there who would love to be writers someday and you believe that God has spoken to you to write a book let me just encourage you by telling you that um, I am where I am today, not because I had perfect writing skills, not because I was excellent in writing when I was going to school, but because um, I believed in myself and I believe that I have a unique story and I have something to share with the world. And that's what each of you who are listening, who have that writer inside you that is getting that you want to develop and help it come up. You have a unique story that you have to tell, and the Lord wants you to use this story to bless others. You have an inner voice. That's a small inner voice inside you that is crying out to be heard, and you are an unstoppable warrior. When I say unstoppable warrior, that means that there is something inside of you that wants to bring hope and healing to somebody. And that's the warrior in you, the warrior that is ready and waiting to come out and be heard. And it's fighting to be heard. And until you release this gift that is buried inside you, you will never fulfill your purpose in life as a writer. And you will never be the same again. Your message is unique in that no one else can give this story besides you. Your story will bring healing and deliverance to many people that are in the same boat as you are. They just need to hear it from you. They need to hear your voice to overcome whatever challenges they face, whatever struggles they might be facing, or whatever roadblocks they might be facing that they can't seem to get out of their way. You cannot sit on this gift. If you believe that you have this gift to write, I don't want you to sit on it. I am encouraging you to get started. Just pick up the pen and just start to write. Write down your thoughts. Get a journal and just start to write down your thoughts because you will affect and change lives for decades. And you can unlock. You can unlock that potential that lies within you just by telling your story. And you will never have any idea what healing and deliverance you can bring to thousands and millions of people around the world just by unlocking this potential. Amen. I think that is awesome, and I love that you said that your story brings healing and deliverance, but it must come from you. So I say this every interview, so I have to say this now. The things that you go through in life, they're never for you. They're always to bless someone else. So that is great advice. If you're listening out there, 
and you have a desire to write, God has called you to uh, share your testimony of hope and healing with others, please just do so. Don't worry about the grammar. Don't worry about the editing piece. You know, that part will come down the line. Just pick up a pen and a piece of paper or a computer and just start typing. Just start writing out your journey. Um, Carol, now, do you have any upcoming events that you would like to share with our listeners? Um, and, and after that, I want you to share how the listeners can connect with you and how they can purchase your book. Um, I have um, I have some um, mastermind groups that anybody um, who is interested might be able to register for online through my website. It's called Married for Life, and that four is the number four for MarriedForLifeCoach.com. I have uh, mastermind groups that will help um, anybody who is looking to, um, if you are on this line and you would like to, you feel like your marriage is on the verge of divorce and you want to, you want to save your marriage, you want your marriage to be saved, I have a mastermind group that is coming up about that. All you have to do is register online or you can write me at registrar at marriedforlifecoach.com and just tell me that you're interested in signing up for your um, Can My Marriage Be Saved mastermind group. Or if you, um, if you don't know what it's going to take to become that wife that will be able to divorce through for marriage and you want to know God's vision, what is God's vision for your marriage? What kind of vision do you need to have so that your marriage does not end up in a divorce? Then I have a mastermind group for that as well. All you have to do is just register at the email address, or you can go online and register for it at registrar at marriedforlifecoach.com. And just let me know that you'll be interested in signing up for, for one of those mastermind groups. And I also have a support group a Facebook support group, which is um, the next thing that I can um, connect with anybody who would like to get continual encouragement and support for their marriage. Amen. So, listeners, um, if you would like to connect with Carol, if your marriage is on the brink or you just want to walk away with the keys to just, uh, you know, stay happily married to your spouse, uh, please, or please, ma'am, connect with her. Uh, Carol, give that link again to where the listeners can connect with you. Um, through the my website is marriedforlifecoach.com, M-A-R-R-I-E-D, the number four, L-I-F-E, coach, C-O-A-C-H.com. MarriedForLifeCoach.com, and you can just go to the link that says No Divorce Mastermind Group, and there are several of them out there. They can just look for the ones that they're interested in. Um, they Right now, they can pre-order my book online if they want to, and when, um, when I receive the money, and I'll be able to send them the book, and my No Divorce, no divorce Mastermind Group will be will be set up um, in the next couple of months 
I just need to have a certain amount of individuals that need to sign up for that class. And that one is um, when they get my book, that would be the only requirement for that class. But the other classes, they're going to have to purchase um, different types of books depending on which class they want. And everything is explained Amen. online. Amen. So that's MeritForLifeCoach.com. So if you're, if you're listening you want to connect and sign up or register for one of the Mastermind courses, just go over to Carol's website at Merit, the number four, LifeCoach.com. That's M-A-R-R-I-E-D, four, L-I-F-E-C-O-A-C-H.com. And you will see the No Divorce Mastermind group and just sign up for the course um, that, you know, that fits your particular needs. Um, now, Carol, and you, I'm sorry, go I'm ahead. I'm sorry, Ms. Twyla, I forgot to mention to you, if there are any, any uh, parents out there who have their son or daughter or family member who is just about getting married, um, they can also um, register for the Symbus assessment online, and that can be found at the Married for Life Coach Facebook page. I have a separate Facebook page for that. They can sign up for that on there as well. Um, anybody who is in there is in a relationship right now, and you are thinking of getting married to your your sweetheart, your high school sweetheart, or your long lover from college days, whatever, if you are going to be married for the first time and you want to get off on the right start and you want to learn what it will take to keep your marriage solid together until death do you part, please sign up for the assessment, the Symbus assessment, which is saving your marriage before it starts, and I'll be able to go through, I'll be able to go over that assessment with you through my coaching sessions, which you can sign up for as well on that Facebook page. It's the Married for Life Coach Facebook page. Amen. So if you so need assistance with that, that's where that's where you would you can go, or on my website as well. Amen. Lots of great uh, resources, lots of great great classes and content to help you save your marriage, or if you're thinking about getting married, if you're engaged and you're a first-time married couple, then you definitely want to connect to just get the keys um, needed, the tools, the strategies that you can use to, you know, carry into the marriage, and like she said, to just start off right. Now, uh, Ms. Carol, we are down to our last question for the evening. I want you to... Uh, share, what does the word conqueror mean to you? The word conqueror means to overcome a serious challenge in life. I believe that's what the word conqueror means. Anytime you have overcome any type of challenge that might was meant to devastate, was meant to tear you apart, was meant to break you, you have overcome that. Um, for example, I have conquered cancer by trusting my Savior and implementing his strategy for healing, Amen. which included natural therapies such as strict vegan and vegetarian diet. So I believe that that's what the word conquer means. And for my platform, I know that I want people 
to conquer divorce by spotting or learning the signs of divorce so that it will not invade or kill their family. So that's what the word conquer means to me, to overcome any challenges that you face in life. Amen. I wanted to uh, announce that our phone lines are open. If you're listening via the Internet or if you dialed in and you have a question or a comment for Ms. Carol, please dial in at 657-383-0898 and just press the number one and it will give us an alert that you have a question or a comment. So today uh, on the show, we have Ms. Carol Ganawa, and she's here to discuss her book, Divorce Proof, Your First Marriage. And this book was written as a biblical handbook to just assist those desiring a divorce-free relationship with their covenant partner and spouse. Uh, If you truly want to live happily ever after with your spouse, if you are one who who does not believe uh, that divorce is an option for the Christian couple, then this book is for you. Um, It really teaches you the biblical keys to stay happily married, happily married to your spouse until death do you part. Uh, Ms. Carol, we do have a, a caller. One moment. Hello, thank you for calling. You're live on the air. Oh, good evening, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. My name is Good evening. My name is Krishanda Torres and I'm calling from Columbia, South Carolina. And I had a question for Miss Ganawa. Yes, yes, ma'am. My question, um, Ms. Ganawa, or Carol, may I call you Carol? Yes, you may, Ms. Torres. My question is, oh, thank you so much. You can call me Krishanda. My question is about um, in the body of Christ. I know there's some confusion, and I'm hoping you can clarify a little bit, when it comes to divorce and divorced people. And a lot of people have the perception that, because people go through divorce, I myself have experienced it previously, that that means that God doesn't love us or God doesn't see us the same. Uh, what are your thoughts on that as a married for life coach who specializes in marriage and divorce-proofing marriages? Thank you for asking that question. Um, my response to that is that God's word tells us that he hates divorce. He hates the sin of divorce, but there is nowhere in scripture that I've seen that God hates divorced people. So God loves divorced people and he loves them because he made them. He made them in his image. And therefore I have to love them as well. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Ms. Gantwell, for that clarification, because I know sometimes it's the body of Christ. We confuse the two and we think that we're, if you've been divorced, you're a second class citizen or something, but I thank you so much for, for that clarification. Thank and you. Thank you so You're much, welcome. Twyla, for allowing me to ask the question on your yes, show. Thank Keep you. Up the awesome that was work a very great question. Thank you. Awesome question there. Uh, uh, that is a great point, Carol. And thank you for clarifying that because, um, as the caller stated, I think there's a stigma that comes along with people who are divorced, and um, mm-hmm. especially especially in the church. Especially in the church yes. and in the Christian community, if you if you experience a divorce, you're looked down upon, uh, like she said, as second class citizens. So thank you so much for for sharing that. You know, because like you said, God does not 
take divorced people, he frowns upon the divorce. And so, um, great question. Um, so, Ms. Carroll, and thank you for your uh, definition of what a conqueror is as well. Uh, we have uh, come to the end of our show. It's been an, an, an amazing show. I would like to, uh, uh, well, because, I mean, this is such a, a great topic, I just want to uh, remind that we do have room for one additional caller. If you're listening and you would like to, to call in, please do so at this time. The number to dial in is 657-383-0898. And, uh, Ms. Carol, I want to make a very special announcement before we end the show. Uh, Ms. Carol is going to be partnering with Broken Wings and the Conference Cafe uh, Network, and she will have a show, and the title of the show is Unstoppable Overcomers, and her show will air on Saturday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and her show, the very first show, will be aired on June 8th, June 8th. That's uh, Saturday. That's the second Saturday in June. So this June 8th at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I invite you guys to please just flood the airways, flood the lines. There's going to be an opportunity for you guys to call in. We're going to have a question and answer session at the end of, um, of her show, each show. Uh, like the last 10 or 15 minutes of each show, we will open up for questions and answers. So the title of, of, the, of the show, the name of the show is going to be Unstoppable Overcomers. And so, Ms. Carol, and just say welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so happy to have you uh, on our team. I look forward to uh, all of the great content that you are going to be sharing with our listeners. So uh, more to follow on that. You guys will be seeing us market this show. You will see flyers. You will see uh, uh, just lots of great content, you know, um, a list of the content that will be discussed during the show. It's going to be an hour-long show. And also um, sponsors, if you are interested in sponsoring uh, the show, please give us a call, 912-335-3799, or by contacting me via email um, as well, and I can connect you with her. So, Ms. Carol, are there any last words um, that you would like to leave with our listeners? Yes. Um, I just want to say thank you again, Ms. Twyla, for giving me the opportunity to share about my book on your on your show. I consider it a high honor and a privilege, and I want to I want to tell you thank you again for also opening up the opportunity for me to work with you. I look forward to working with you to help bring hope, healing, and deliverance to every couple that is out there who wants to save their marriage, who is also on the verge of divorce and um, are in a very, very challenging situation. You have my prayers. You have my support, and please don't feel, don't feel intimidated. 
please reach out to me if you need help or prayers or you need someone to pray with you and stand with you to save your marriage. Please do so. Thank you. Amen. 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 Well, I tell you what, guys, this has been an amazing testament of hope and healing. And I just want to uh, thank Ms. Carol for, for just coming on and sharing her heart and her journey with the listeners on this evening. And I just want to personally thank her for and just encourage her to keep pressing forward as she makes an impact in the kingdom. And, again, we're just so excited and elated to have her join our team. And so you guys will definitely be hearing more about her show that's going to start June 8th. That's on the second Saturday in June, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time from 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, unstoppable overcomers. And so, uh, again, just thank you so much. And that is our show for this evening. We are so happy that you guys were able to join us. Thank you for listening to the Conqueror's Cafe show. Be sure to visit our website at conquerorscafe.com to check out our resources, our prior shows, as well as our bonus content. And while you're there, please do not forget to subscribe to our website just to stay updated on all of the great things that we are doing. We've truly enjoyed you all on this evening. Do not forget to join us every Sunday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for amazing testimonies of hope and healing. As we close, I want you guys to remember You all know that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down certain paths in life that can lead to discouragement, can lead to frustrations, and even sometimes destruction. You must remember that it's our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limit and we want to quit in our journey. You can do two things, stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, or you can turn back to those familiar things that were not good for you. Remember, the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Have an amazing week, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings as you continue to soar by the power of God, transforming your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Twyla Reed, your Tragedy to Strategy mentor. For speaking engagements or consultations, please email me at info at twylareed.com. And if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. And I want to remind you guys to please do not forget to visit our website to take advantage of the awesome, awesome Memorial Day sales that we have. Good night, take care, may God bless you, and may heaven smile upon you. We're taking it back just a little bit, y'all. Come on, everybody sing it. I've got it.